you're listening to James and Dave. This is the best podcast in the whole wide world. <laughs> we just make that up as we go. We are recording live from some hall out of town. It's really just a tiny bedroom. <laughs> Depends on how big you are. It's yeah. All, it's all relative. We, um, we have just recorded a podcast. I'm going to turn that <laughs> reverb back down off. There we go. I'm back in uh, normal land. Okay, that's a lot better. We had just recorded a podcast and essentially it was about the story that we want to give today. Yes. And yeah, we, 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 we worked backwards on this one. We, we seem to do a lot of things backwards and it just, you know, it's just part of the fun. So now we're actually here to record the story that we we're talking about and it's a bit of a doozy. Yes. A uh, bit of a, I guess, a flag. Uh, contains some morbid themes, some mm. pretty intense themes. Not too morbid. But it's it's one of those stories where it's just kind of... it. I, I said this in the in the, the last part that will be uploaded after this, and the fact that it's morbid, but it crosses lines into sort of acceptable humour in certain circumstances. Yeah. So, without further ado, I want to go into this. What do we call this story? The uh, the pet sitter. I mm, I don't know, because that's that's part of the detail is that they're not quite a pet sitter. Yeah, true. Let's let's jump into. Let's it. jump in. Let's jump into it. So, a friend of mine uh, was telling me a story about her friend. Uh, uh, they know someone who's gone on holiday for like four weeks. So this happened about two weeks ago. Um, these people have gone on holiday for like four weeks and they're like, oh, hey, um, look, we've got the neighbor feeding our dog and everything, so that's all good. Uh, but can you drop by just every now and then and maybe take the dog for a walk? Like, it doesn't have to be that much. It's just the, the neighbor works, but, you know, they can feed the dog. It's fine. That's uh, Yeah, that's the part I was definitely questioning when um, when I first heard it. The fact that the neighbour was feeding the dog but couldn't take it for walks. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume it's just because they were working. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So, Actually, anyway. Like, people do work. That yeah. The story checks yeah. out. Yeah. People work um, a lot. And I can imagine when you live, you know, next door, you could literally just say, you know, the dog's an outside dog. Could just be a, uh, you know, I'll drop the, um, you know, the food out the back when I, you know, leave for work in the morning. Yeah. And I work 12-hour yeah. shifts or something and I just don't get home till, you know, it's dark. Yeah. I don't really, you know, maybe we're in a sketchy area and can't walk the dog late at night, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. there's, there's plenty of reasons. Uh, but this person has gone, you know, okay, it's a it's a nice Sunday. I'm going to pop over, I'm going to take the dog for a walk, I'm going to go down to like a dog park or something, I'll see. And anyway, so she opens the door, she walks in, and she's like calling the dog and no dogs like okay maybe it's outside maybe it's somewhere else in the house i'll just go for a wander have a look especially if it's a big house or a big property yeah like yeah not not like my house where you just walk in and there's the house that's everything because like what size is the dog oh well it's like a it's a it's a golden retriever so it's a fairly like like it's a it's medium a, to big dog yeah not like one of those um i don't even know what they're called it's not like a, a great dane oh they are because huge fucking dogs yeah, they're, they're horses basically <laughs> they're horses for people that can't commit to a full-size horse because you need a stable and all yeah. that jazz. I feel like horses would have a lower vet bill because they'd have less problems, less health problems. I yeah, that's I'd... a huge call for someone who knows <laughs> nothing about horses. I think we have to do some research after this. Yeah, I feel like fine. they're both very expensive. It's fine. I'm not a um, Aquarius. What do you call it? Equestrian. <laughs> that's a star. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh... Anyway, this person has walked into the house. Uh, calling out for the dog The dog's not responding She's like okay Maybe it's out the back anyway So she makes her way Towards the back of the house And here's the dog Lying down 
and she's like calling it and she's like okay oh like, no what the fuck um goes over to the dog and like pats it and no response and she's like oh don't just don't and no pulse no heartbeat none of that kind of stuff no breathing it sounds like this person's watched a lot of those uh, paramedic reality shows and they're like, yeah. you know, put the two fingers on the neck and if you can feel the pulse in this area, yeah. count the beats to staying alive or well, whatever, whatever that is. I wonder, does that work for dogs? I wonder if, like, they've got fur and thick skin. Anyway. I'm not a vet. I'm I not sure. I digress. Uh, she works out pretty quickly that maybe this dog is not alive. Um, or in an induced coma, potentially. Yeah, yeah. So, well, regardless, uh, she, like, finds out a vet that's open on, a, on a yeah. Sunday because it's Sunday and she's like, you know, why today? On a Sunday, it would be very hard to find a vet. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's a Monday to Friday job. Um, but anyway, she finds one and they're kind of like an emergency capable vet. Yeah, you only see like sort of one every, you know, couple of suburbs. There's not one in every suburb. Yeah. So yeah. they're a bit hard to come across. But when you do see them, they've got big signs saying 24-hour vet, you they're, know. Yeah, they're usually, I know the one where I used to live was in a big industrial area. That makes which sense. Which kind of makes sense. Like makes you can operate at all hours. Anyway, uh and she's talking to this this uh this vet and she's like okay like i have no idea what's going on i'm assuming the worst here that this dog is is dead um so she's just on the phone to the vet at the moment trying to figure what to do yeah which is fair i would yeah that's a good call it's a really smart move (laughs) i I probably would have just been running around freaking out like oh no yeah what do i do what do i do and so the this vet has gone well you know usually we can we can pick them up or but you know it's a sunday the boss has got the work car he's just he doesn't come in on Sundays, so she's like, "You know, what do I do?" They're like, "Look, if you can, if you can get it here, we can like help you out." So she's explained at this point that the people are on holiday and that, like, she doesn't really want to tell them because they're on holiday. And I mean, she's not going to get in trouble or anything, but like, you don't want to ruin someone's holiday. Yeah. That's... So they're, they're, they've basically said, in a, in more nicer words, if you can bring it in, we can put it on ice for the moment and you know <laughs> deal with it later. The dog, uh, what's it called? The morgue dog yeah. version of a morgue that's I, I don't want to think about all the dogs that are just sitting on ice yeah. right now waiting for their owners to come back from holidays yeah no um so anyway <laughs> she's she's of course got no car so she's like how how in how on earth am i going to get this dog to a vet you said of course she has no car like it's just completely reasonable that adds oh, so no. much element to the story oh, it's just like, like oh wow for me i can't fathom that because i've I've had a car for like the second I could get a car, I got one. It's a, a staple for for me. I've been dreaming uh, of getting my license since I was twelve. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean like, of course she doesn't have a car, and it, it makes the story so much more difficult. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> my bad, Dave. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> so anyway, she's like, okay, I'm gonna have to take public transport. How on earth am I going to get a dead dog on public transport, and no one's gonna suss me out? Like, it's just there's certain social etiquettes that. You have to follow nowadays more than ever. You know what it's like, Jamesy. <laughs> I mean, people on the train when you're on there, you're just trying to, you know, be quiet and whatnot. And some, you know, 13 year olds playing uh, bebops oh, out of a uh, phone speaker. Yeah. And I've, it's not I've even seen... on a regular volume, it's on no. filthy volumes. And I've seen videos of people like clipping their fingernails on public transport. Oh, that's gross. So, I mean, that... I had a guy sniff paint next to me on a train oh, once. See, where are the boundaries? Apparently, anyway, not there. I think the boundary is at bringing a dead dog on. So that's the problem that this person is facing. <laughs> it's in um, the law, man. No dead dogs or <laughs> potentially in coma dogs. Yeah, just no no dead beings riding the train. So anyway, 
She puts this dog in or quite a large bag to fit it, of course. And she's it's, like, you know as, what? I'm going to try my luck. I'm going to bring this bag onto a train. I'm gonna, we're going to work it out. As morbid as that is, there's real logistical uh, lessons around this in terms of a medium to large sized dog on, you know, how, how do you move it around? How do you, you know, do anything? It's, it's it's not a tiny little dog. It's not easy. I mean, even taking a live dog that size for a walk is difficult, let alone They when walk you. Yeah. But now it's not walking you. Have you ever seen people when a dog stops to take a poop? They, they stop in their tracks. You can't pull that dog away. Now imagine that dog can't move and it's all the weight is just not movable. So she's put this dog in a duffel bag. She's like, this is this is just what's happening now. Uh, I'm going to just have to cart it on the train. We're going to go to, we're going to make it to this vet. We'll figure things out when we go from there. Otherwise, this day is a catastrophe. Let's just own it. <laughs> Honestly, that's amazing. I respect that so much and the oh, fact yeah, that you're not just, you know, saying, I'm out of here. This is not my problem, you know, and then just ruminating on it for days. Yeah. Goddamn days. Yeah. So she, she hops on this train. And she's like, well, I can't just... There's so many things where people, this person and people in general will go, you can't just do this and you can't just do that. So she's gone, I can't just leave this dog on the floor. Someone's going to step on it or kick it or it's just someone's going to be fully aware. And so what she's done is she's like tried to put it in the overhead carriage, like the, not the overhead carriage, you know, the little bit where you put like your suitcases and stuff. They're on like the Gold Coast trains. On the, on the fancy trains that go like a bit longer longer yeah. distance. Yeah, yeah. The tilt so, trains or whatever they're called. Yeah. So she's going to put this uh, dog, this dead dog in a duffel bag. She's going to put it up in the overhead compartment. As morbid as that part is, it's a nice alliteration. It is. Dead <laughs> dog, duffel bag. <laughs> and so someone's seen her struggling and gone, that's some heavy equipment you've got there. Let me give you a hand. Which is, that's... That's pretty pretty damn nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think most people would just avoid the situation and be like, okay, you know. Yeah, that's your problem. Not yeah, mine. I, I don't want to get tied up with anything. But then also, so, how must they feel at this point in time where it's like, I know what's in that bag, but this person doesn't know what's in yeah, this bag. Yeah, so she quickly sits down with a polite thank you. And um, anyway, it gets closer to this other person's stop and they go out of their way. They say, okay, well, this is my stop coming up. Do you want me to help you get it back down again? Because like, there's not many people on this train. If you get to your stop and you can't get it down, it's going to be an issue, right? This person's very friendly. And it's just like, I hope that their day isn't ruined by the discovery of a dead dog. Like it, Yeah, yeah. It, like it falls well, on them out of the bag or the uh, whatever. What kind of... Well, this is where they start to get like a bit savvy to it. So they're like, they're pulling this bag down and the person goes, well, you know, this is heavy stuff. What are you carting around? Yeah. And the person goes... Not a dead dog. <laughs> The person goes, oh, DJ equipment. I'm a DJ. I'm going to a gig. The guy goes, oh, yeah, cool. You know, no worries. Sweet. And so anyway, dog's down. It's all sweet. Uh, That's surprising. Yeah. I I was was like clinching. Yeah. The person just goes, okay, cool. Um, And it gets to the point where it comes to this person's stop, the one who's helped my, my friend's friend. And he's about to walk out. And you hear doors closing. Please stand clear. Old mate grabs the bag, sprints out the door. Boom, door shut. That's old insane. Love, old love is stuck on the train watching someone steal a dead dog in a duffel bag just running away. And she's just looking like, how? Where, I'm going to have to wait till the next stop. I, I can't just jump off. How do I tell someone to stop the train because someone's running off with a dead dog? You'd almost be in that fight or flight response where it's just like... Oh, I would be in freeze. I'd be like, I'm, I'm stuffed. 
Yeah. I'm cooked. Done. So anyway, we don't know what happens from here. This person is just going to, like, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go home to their mates and be like, oh, I've got this awesome stash and then open it in a group of people and there's a dead dog and it's a really bad practical joke. Or they take it to, like, uh, one of those um, porn brokers and they're just... (laughs) lump oh, it up God. onto the onto the counter and say mate i've got the best gear um, but i need to get rid of it real quick take any price and he opens it up and there's just a deceased dog <laughs> deceased canine <laughs> well see i think it, it, i assume what's happened is that he's gone around the first corner he could hidden zipped open the bag so somewhere in brisbane is a half open duffel bag with a bit of bit of bit of dog fur hanging out of it, and the sad part is, it's it might still be there. Who knows? Or the police about to come. I feel like you'd know. I feel like the world we the live smell, in. The smell yeah. would make it apparent. The world we live in, where an like an unattended bag is uh, present at a train station, that would SWAT teams <laughs> mm. would be on it in like four minutes, you know, fifty seconds. Yes, they'd Very be like, hey, so. get the bomb squad out. They got the full vest on, and then they look down to see it's a dead dog. So, uh, we're going to have to wait and see. These people get back. Well, that happened about two weeks ago. So, they, they were on holiday for like four weeks. So, they get back in two weeks. So, we've, we've got a couple of questions here. And the fact that how did the dog potentially die or get into this just yeah. insane coma that it might be in? Exactly. I'm staying hopeful for the dog's sake here. Um, I mean, it's been quite hot lately, but I don't think it's been that hot. I'm boiling right now. <laughs> but how, how did the dog get into its current state? Two, uh, where is the dog? Where, where is the dog? Three, uh, what was the guy's who you know stole it? What was his face like when he found out? Oh god! And was that four? Question four. What are the owners gonna say what? when they finally? What's the owner's take on this? Well, <laughs> what's their perspective? We're gonna have to get them on the show or something like that. Yes. So we'll, we'll try and hunt them down and get them on board. That's. Uh, I don't. It's uh, usually these finish with a oh wow, well that was exciting. This is like it's up in the air. It's up in the air and know. it's just depressing in a way, <laughs> in a lot of ways actually. Very, yes, very much so. But uh, I guess we're gonna have to leave you on a on a hang. Well, Till next time. <laughs> Till next time. This has been James and Dave on uh, hopefully the best podcast ever. I don't know, man. We enjoyed a lot, and uh, that should be the podcast name. I don't know, man. The best podcast ever. I don't know, man. There we go. Maybe new name. We out.